Blog Talk Radio. Blow the trumpet in Zion, Zion. Sound the alarm of my holy mountain. Blow the trumpet in Zion, Zion. Sound the Thank you. 
Shalom. Shalom. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I guess you should leave the speaker on because I guess. Amen. Okay. All right. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord is good. That's right, says Janet. The Lord is good. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, right now, it's uh, two or three gathered together in my name. There I am. So the Lord is here. Praise God. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We just praise you and honor you. Hallelujah. That we come humbly before you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we just thank you and praise you for tonight. We thank you for such a time as this that we reflect and remember what the Lord Jesus has done for us. Your precious son, as he came to earth, and that he lived and died and rose again for each one of us. And Lord, that he left your side, your most precious only son. He was the only one that could, that could die and his blood could wash away the stain of sin in our lives. The only one. And we're grateful. We're grateful, Lord. We're grateful that he came and he took our place and took our punishment and took our sin and nailed it to that old rugged cross. We humble ourselves, Lord, and focus on you. Focus on what you did for us and never forget, never forget, Lord, how important it truly is that we stop and reflect on what you have done for us and know what it costs you, Father. It costs you everything. Oh, praise your name. Lord, I pray you watch over and protect our hearts and minds. And, Lord, that we focus, that the Holy Spirit guides us, and we focus on what you have to say to us through word and song. And, Lord, that we praise and honor you tonight. And, Lord, we rebuke the devourer. We rebuke the old devil. We rebuke the one who kills, steals, and destroys in the name of Jesus and tries to disrupt and tries to cause problems and act like a, a spoiled brat. We rebuke him in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord, you protect the airways and the connection and let your message go forth. And, Lord, I pray that you draw in the people that need to be here to hear this message, Lord. I pray whatever means they hear, here, live, or by archive, their lives will be touched by you, Lord Jesus, the Savior, the Savior of the world. And each one of them, that you can be their personal Savior. But we all need a personal Savior. And that you are Lord of all. And we give you all the glory and praise in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. We will start off the Lord's Hour tonight sharing about Christ's passion and love. Shalom, brothers and sisters. This Friday night, we remember what passion and love God the Father, 
God the Holy Spirit, and God the Son poured out for each one of us. Amen? This is Good Friday. The reason it is called this is because what our Savior and Lord did for us, because this was, did for us because this was very good and righteous. This was love in action with a capital A, I mean capital L, amen? Go to John 3, 16. Chat room, please. It's, it's all right. I got it now. Amen. Welcome, guests, and welcome, uh, Sister Brenda Hill. Welcome to the Lord's Hour. John, I already said, uh, Sister Janet. Uh, John three sixteen. For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave his one and only begotten son so that whosoever believes and trusts in him as Savior shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to judge and condemn the world. That is to, that is, to initiate the final judgment of the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Verse 18. Whoever believes and has decided to trust in him as personal Savior and Lord is not judged. For this one, there is no judgment, no rejection, and no condemnation. Glory to his name. But the one who does not believe and has decided to reject him as personal Savior and Lord, is judged already. That one has been convicted and sentenced because he has not believed and trusted in the name of the one and only begotten Son of God, the one who is truly unique, the only one of his kind, the one who can alone can save him. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Father. You love me. You love Brenda. You love all that are listening tonight. God told Satan, that old servant, serpent, that he would redeem mankind and make a way back to him after Adam and Eve sinned. The promised one was coming. Go to Isaiah. Isaiah 9. 1 through 7, glory to his wonderful name. Yet the darkness shall be according to the affliction that it had, it had when at first he touched lightly the land of Zebulun and the land of Nephthali, nor afterward when he was more grievous by the way of the sea beyond Jordan in Galilee of the Gentiles. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwelled in the land of the shadow of death, unto that hath the light shined. Thou hast multitude multiplied the nation, and not increased their joy. They have rejoiced before thee according to the joy in harvest, and as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For the yoke of their burden, and the staff of their shoulder, and the rod of their oppressor, hast thou broken, as in the day of Midian. Surely every battle of the warrior 
is with noise and with tumbling of garments and blood. But this shall be with burning and a devouring of fire. For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government is, is upon his shoulder, and he shall be called his name Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. The increase of his government and peace shall no end. He shall sit upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it, to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth ever, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Hallelujah! Glory to God! The Lord God was making a way through the promised Messiah who was his only begotten son. Now, baby, my deliverer, hallelujah.
That better? better. All right, praise God. Here we are. Glory to the Lord. Now go to John 19, verses 16 through 25. The crucifixion. Verse 16. Then he handed them over to them to be crucified. That's Pilate who handed Jesus over to the soldiers to be crucified. 
So they took Jesus and went out, bearing his own cross, to the place called the place of the skull, which is called in Hebrew Galgatha. There they crucified him, and with him two others, one on either side and Jesus between them. Pilate also wrote an inscription on a place card and put it on the cross, and it was written, Jesus, the Nazarene, the King of the Jews. And many of the Jews read this inscription, for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Hebrew, in Latin, and in Greek. Then the chief priest of the Jews said to Pilate, Do not write, King of the Jews, but he said, I am king of the Jews. Well, brothers and sisters, if you look at that, even as they try to say, Jesus is the great I am. I am the king of the Jews. Glory to God. Even by their own word, hey, they're saying Jesus is the great I am. Pilate replied, what I have written, I have written, and it remains written. Verse 23, then the soldiers when they had crucified Jesus, took his outer clothes and made four parts, a part for each soldier and also the tunic. But the tunic was seamless, woven in one piece from the top throughout. So they said to one another, let us not tear it, but cast lots for it to decide whose it will be. This was to fulfill the scripture. They divided my outer clothing among them and for my clothing they cast lots. So the soldier did these things. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for sending your precious son to die for us, to take our rightful place on the cross and face the punishment and the wrath of God for our sins. Thank you, Lord, that you died and poured out your blood and life for us and forgave us, even took our place at Calvary's cross. You died for our sin, not yours, because you knew no sin. You are the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world and everyone in the world. You have made it possible to be forgiven. Behold the Lamb of God.
Can y'all hear me now, brothers and sisters? Okay, we're gonna. God, it's better, but it's. You need to come over here, I think. All right. Lord of mercy. Hold on, guys. Now I'm clear. It says now. All right. Thank you, Lord. Let us be patient and trust you. You do all things. Let this message come forth as you wanted me to share. In the name of Jesus, I pray. I pray the applied blood of Jesus over the Lord's hour, over every heart and mind, Lord. And I pray, Lord, it touches who you want to touch. And lives will be changed and hearts will be changed and people will be saved. People will be delivered and healed because that's who you are, Lord. And that you're able. And, Lord, you're able to make things that are impossible possible. And, Lord, we pray you make a way to protect the airways and the connections. We pray for your mighty angels now. As I'm sharing testimony about how angels have been intervened in my life from you. Lord, I pray they intervene now and protect the communication so the people can hear clearly in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. When I was a young Christian, just starting out, just married, didn't have a lot of money, so the vehicles were okay, or the or the ones we came into the marriage with. At with time, my wife, that was many years ago, had a Ford Maverick. I had it. This is the process of learning humility, brothers and sisters. Learning to care about others who you love. Me and my family, for the most part, have been GM owners. This was a Ford, fixed or repaired daily. This is what my wife had at that time. I mean, at that time had. I was acting up some with break. It was acting up some with brake issues and clutch problems. A standard. Back in those days, we lived in an apartment that was on a hilly, a hilly area. Well, I was letting her drive the newer Grand Prix, and I was trying and praying as I drive her Ford Maverick. Brothers and sisters had to pray a lot too. Amen. So this particular morning, my wife, Ben, her name was Ann, and she had to leave earlier than me to go to work. My work was closer at that time, so I went to work a little later. So went out to the car, started it, and started to drive out and uh, the parking lot to the street. Now, this is not like a normal flat street. You go up a small hill to the service road to get on the freeway to go to my work. Well, brothers and sisters, I turned onto the street, and the clutch quits working. Thank God the brakes held. So here I am, and no one around to help, and I need to get this car out of the street without crashing and hitting other people's cars. Clutch burned up, brakes not so good, and me, a new young Christian. This was a day for me to grow up in my faith. The Lord was training me and teaching me to trust him. Amen? So there I was without emergency, without emergency brake on, hoping for someone to come and help me get this car off this pretty steep hill. So I cried out and prayed to the Lord. The Lord Jesus, help me. Need your help. I can't do this without you. Please, Lord, send help. Amen. When I, when I finished my prayer, when I finished my prayer, 
this tall black young man comes out of nowhere. Never seen him at the apartment complex. He said, sir, do you need help? Yes, I do. Thank you very much. He went to the back, uh, went to the back of the car and put one hand on the car, and I was trying to get out to help him to push, and he told me, stay in the car. Put the car in gear. I told him the clutch is not working, but he said, just put the car in gear, and I will push you up the hill. I am, I'm here to help you. So here is where I was going to grow in faith or just stay a newborn baby in Christ. What he asked, even knowing the clutch was burned up in a natural thinking, but brothers and sisters, we serve a supernatural God who has all power. Amen. So I released the emergency brake, still had my foot on the other brake. I proceeded then putting the car in gear without a working clutch. By faith, brothers and sisters, believing that the Lord was there, that he is able to meet all our needs. Amen? So when I did, I put it in gear. The young man said, take your foot off the brake. Another step of faith. Knowing how heavy this car was, he was behind it on a hill. He said, do it, buddy. I am here to help you and trust me to be able to do it. Then I knew this was the Lord helping me. I did not tell this young man my name, but he knew it. He knew it. And he said what I just said in my prayer to the Lord too. So took my foot off the brake and that young man pushed that car up the hill with one hand easily. The car went into gear. The clutch was working, even knowing and smelling it burned up. So when we got to the, to the top of the hill, I stopped the car getting out and was going to thank the young man, but he was gone. No sign of him anywhere. I just started worshiping and praising the Lord for his love and concern for me. He is able, brothers and sisters, to help us and to protect us from all things. Amen? The second encounter of, the, of an angel was when I was down and having some doubt in my life walking with the Lord and what and what was happening in my life at that time. It was rough at work and a little rough at home, and I was feeling down and so depressed how my life was going. So went to a buffet place down the road at lunchtime. The place was so busy, not a lot of seats. I was eating, heading, uh, I was eating, I was eating head down, just focused on eating and break from everything. When a young man walks up to me, my table, and asks me, may I sit down? I said, sure you can. This was very strange, brothers and sisters. Never had this happen at a restaurant. Perfectly stranger one to sit down with me? He said, thank you. Brothers and sisters, this young man didn't look like he was from around here. His clothes looked older and not fancy at all. He had long blonde hair with dark complexion, that shined bright. His eyes were bright blue. He shined peace and hope from them. I asked him where he was from, since he didn't look like he was uh, he was local. He said, I am from a far place. Where I am from, there is much love, grace, and mercy. There is much hope and peace. I said, that sounds like a great place. He said, you need this, buddy. 
You have this in your heart. You need to trust the one who gave gave your his life for you, your life to. That once you gave your life, I'm sorry, the one you trust, the one you gave your life to, you need to trust the spirit that you have been born again with. You need to trust that you have been born again with. You need to quit listening to the lies of the devil and your flesh. You need to wash yourself in his word. Brothers and sisters, I had a tray full of food. After he showed up, I did not eat another bite. He started feeding me more and more of the word of God. He kept encouraging me and telling me, trust in the Lord Jesus. When he was finished sharing, I asked him, who are you? He said, I am a servant and messenger of the Lord Most High, sent here to encourage you, one of his sons. I said, thank you. Thank you very much. This has helped me. This has renewed my faith and a loving reminder that the God we love and serve cares and loves us very much. He said he had to go and to study God's word daily, and the Holy Spirit will guide you. Shalom, brother buddy. I said, what, I said, what does that mean? Peace be with you, past all understanding. I said, amen, glory to God. I was looking up when I said that quietly in the restaurant and looked back to him, he was gone. Got up, looking in the restaurant, went outside looking, nowhere to be found. Went to my car and prayed and asked God to forgive me for my doubt and unbelief. Ask forgiveness for not believing and trusting him and to wash me clean of these filthy things. Wept and cried and prayed. Then I heard the sweetest loving voice I have ever heard. Shalom, my son. I love you and forgive you. Rise up in your faith and grow and mature as a believer. I am always with you and will never leave you or forsake you. I said, thank you, Lord Jesus. The Holy Spirit had me to share the experiences with you, letting you know we serve a loving, awesome God. Be encouraged tonight. Whatever you are going through or what you are facing, the Lord Jesus can change and make it right. He can save you. He can deliver you. He can heal you. He can even raise you from the dead. We have a lot of walking dead now who think they are alive, but they are truly dead. Yes, you're living and breathing by the grace and the will of God. You are truly alive until you you are truly alive until you are alive in the you are not truly alive until you're alive in the spirit. Amen. You need to be born again. The greatest miracle of all is the redemption and reconciliation of a simple lost soul. You are God's public enemy number one to him. The reason is your sin and corrupted flesh. You who are not born again, spirit-filled, true believers, you have to understand God hates, he will not tolerate sin and the rejecting, and the rejecting of him. He is creator and almighty God. Bow before him. He deserves all praise and glory. Yes, he hates sin. And the one who practices sin, 
but he truly loves all his created children. He has made a way to be free from sin. He, the Father, loves you so much and hates sin so much that he made a way to conquer and defeat sin and made a way for his created children to be saved and redeemed. Amen? As the Holy Spirit leads, we will go. Amen? Go to Romans 5, verse 10. Glory to his wonderful name. For if we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son. Much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Brothers and sisters, remember what the young man, that angel of God told me? Study God's word daily, and the Holy Spirit will guide you. Well, as I have grown in the Lord, I have learned to trust and follow the Spirit of God. Amen? So we will, because as I was looking for this scripture at my Bible gateway, the book of Romans in chapter 15 is up. Brothers and sisters, I did not put this up. Haven't looked at this since me and Brenda studied it about a week ago. I do remember telling this Brenda, this is so powerful, and a message that needs to be shared in such a time as this, and said, I am sure the Lord will have me share this soon. Well, brothers and sisters, the time is now. Such a presence of the Holy Spirit as I see this up on my Bible gateway, because, brothers and sisters, I did not put this up. The Lord did. Pointing me to share this now. Amen? So, let's go to the book of Romans, chapter 15. Amen? Romans 15, verses 1 through 33. Two captions from the Amplified Version and the Geneva Version. The first, Amplified. Self-denial on behalf of others. Second, the Geneva. Stronger must employ their strength to strengthen the weak. By Christ's example, who received the truth, not only the Jews, but also the Gentiles, the cause why he wrote this epistle. Amen. Praise God for us too, brothers and sisters, for such a time as this. Verses 1 through 3. Now we are strong. Uh, verses 1 through 3. Yeah, but right now just 1 through 3. Now we are strong in our conviction and faith ought to be patiently with this weakness of those who are not strong. And not just please ourselves. Let each one of us make it a practice to please his neighbor for his good and to build up him spiritually. For even Christ did not please himself, but it is written in Scripture, the reproaches of those who reproach you, the Father, fell on me, the Son. The Lord Jesus, being our example, said there is two great commandments. Love the Lord your God, thy God, with all your heart, mind, and soul. And the second is to love your neighbor as yourself. Powerful truth. Amen. Now, the Geneva Version, Romans 15, 1 through 3. We which are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Therefore, let every man please his neighbor in that 
Maybe second, 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 Peter. Okay. Well, somebody in the chat room can help us find that. I know it's a, a powerful scripture we know about. So another powerful point, but is patient toward us. A reason why the latter day cometh not out of hand, because God does patiently wait till the elect are brought to repentance, that none of them may perish. Hallelujah. We too, brothers and sisters, do not get anguish. Have patience like the Lord does. He has not He has not come yet because he is waiting for all the elect to be brought to repentance. Amen? That means keep praying for your lost loved ones, friends, and co-workers. They need to find their way to the Lord. There is still time right now because we who live, I mean, who believe and trust the Lord Jesus, waiting for his coming, for his church and bride, we are still here sharing his truth, warning you to get right with God, the true living God through his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. There's still hope for you all. Call out to him. He is knocking on your heart tonight. By his Holy Spirit, answer him. Cry out to him. Repent of all your sins and ask him to forgive you and save you. Amen. Patience is one of the fruit of the Spirit. We need this right now. Longing for home, yes, just like the soldiers do when they go to war or serve their country. We as servants of the Lord are to serve him until he either calls us home or raptures us away at the trump of Almighty God. We've been called to be prayer warriors and watchmen on the wall of the Lord. Amen. What we go through in this life produces patience. Amen. Let's look at this. James 1, 2 through 4, the Geneva. I know this is all. My brethren, count it exceeding joy when you fall into him 
temptation, knowing that the trying of your faith bringeth forth patience. And let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect, entire, lacking nothing. The trying of your faith or the exercise in your faith, because faith is an action word, that when you do this, when you're tempted, that you will grow stronger in your faith in the Lord, that you can overcome, that you can be patient in this time of the great evil and darkness. Waiting patiently for our blessed hope, Jesus Christ. Amen. So now let's move on to Romans 15 now. Let's move on and go to verses 4 through 6. Amplified. For whatever was written in early times was written for our instruction, so that through endurance and the encouragement of scriptures, we might have hope and overflow with confidence in his promises. Now may the God who gives endurance and who supplies encouragement grant that you be the same mind with one another according to Christ Jesus, so that with one accord you may be with one voice glorify, praise, and honor the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. We are to be one in unity in the body of Christ, loving one another, praying for one another, forgiving one another, not bickering, complaining about one another, but show love, mercy, and grace like Christ did. We should too. When we don't agree with one another, pray for that person and pray for yourself and ask the Lord what to do. He will tell you. Amen. Now, verses 4 through 6 in the Geneva. For whatsoever things are written aforetime are written for our learning, and that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now the God of patience and consolidation give you that you be like-minded one towards another according to Christ Jesus, that ye be with one mind, with one mouth, may praise God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. For his word and his truth. Now, let's move to verses 7 through 11. Amplified version. Therefore, continue to accept and welcome one another. Just as Christ has accepted and welcomed us to the glory of our great God. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant and a minister to the circumcision and Jews on behalf of God's truth to confirm and verify the promises made to the fathers and for the Gentiles to glorify God for his mercy to them since God has no covenant with them as it is written forever remains written. Therefore I praise you among the Gentiles and sing praises to your name. Again it says, Rejoice and celebrate, O Gentiles, along with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, and let all the peoples praise him. Here is a word and a reference for this in Romans 15. Take heed, anyone out there 
You want to mess with God's people, the Jews, in this land of Israel? I warn you as a watchman from the Lord by his word. Deuteronomy 32, verses 43, Amplified. Rejoice, O nations, with his people, for he will avenge the blood of his servants, and he will render vengeance on his adversaries, and he will atone for his land and his people. His spoken word will come to pass. God have mercy on all who go against Israel and his people. Psalm 117, the next next reference to this word, a short but powerful song. Excuse me, lose your drink. Excuse me. 17, but it's very short. Oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people. For his loving kindness prevails over us, and we triumph and overcome through him. And the truth of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Two verses with great wisdom and that we are to praise him, worship him. He is mighty and glorious God. Amen. Let's move on. The Lord is saying for the rest of this study, use the Amplified Version, looking for the points from the Geneva. Amen. Romans 15, 12. And again, Isaiah says, there shall be a root of Jesse. He who arises to rule as king over the Gentiles, in him shall the Gentiles hope. Glory to God. Hope for us, brothers and sisters. Hope for all mankind. Reach out. Grab it through Jesus Christ. Amen? The reference Isaiah the prophet prophesying, and Jesus fulfills this. Amen? Isaiah 11, verse 10. Glory to his wonderful name. Hallelujah to the Lord. Then in that day, the nations will make supplication to the root of Jesse, who will stand as a signal for the people, and his resting place will be glorious, filled by Jesus Christ from the tribe of Judah, from the seed of David and the root of Jesse. Amen. Praise God. Romans 15, 13, Amplified. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith, that by the power of the Holy Spirit you abound in hope and overflow with confidence in his promises. Amen. Confidence in his promises. Amen. Overflow with confidence by what power? Holy Spirit power. Amen. Glory to the Lord. Romans 15, 10 through 16. Personally, I am convinced about you, my brothers and sisters, that you yourself are full of goodness, amply filled with all spiritual knowledge, and confident to admonish and counsel and instruct one another. Still, on some points I have written to you very boldly, without reservation to remind you about them again because of the grace that was given to me from God to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles. I minister as a priest, gospel of God, 
in order that my offering of the Gentiles may be acceptable to him, sanctified, made holy, set apart for his purpose by the Holy Spirit. So powerful that you, each of you, have been made sanctified, made holy, set apart for his purpose by the Holy Spirit. Amen? I can tell you this. Brother Elvie can tell you this. We can do nothing without the Holy Spirit and the anointing of God Almighty. Amen? Hallelujah. Now let's move to Romans 15, verses 17 through 21. Powerful, powerful, powerful scripture, powerful chapter of the Word of God. In Christ Jesus, then, I have found legitimate reason for boasting in things related to my service to God. For I will not even presume to speak of anything except what Christ has done through me as an instrument in his hand, resulting in the obedience of the Gentiles to the gospel by word and deed, with the power of signs and wonders, and all of it, in the power of the Spirit. So starting from Jerusalem as far as I have fully preached the gospel, faithfully preaching the good news of Christ, where it had not been before been preached. According to a set goal to preach the gospel, not where Christ's name was already known, so that I would not build on another man's foundation, but instead I would act on this goal that is written in Scripture. They who had no news of him shall see, and they that have not heard of him shall understand. Amen. This is where we become the light of the world, that we live for Christ, that we share the good news of Jesus and the gospel. We are to live daily for Jesus, so our light so shine to this dark world. Amen. Now let's move to Romans 15, 22-27. Amplify. This goal, my commitment to this principle, is the reason why I have often been prevented from coming to you in Rome. But now, with no further place for work in these regions, and since I have longed for many years to come to you, wherever I go on my trip to Spain, I hope to see you as I pass through Rome and to be helped on my journey there by you. After I have the first enjoyed your company for a little while, but for now, I am going to Jerusalem to serve the saints, the Jewish believers. For the Gentile believers in Macedonia and Achaia have been pleased to make a contribution for the poor among the saints, Jewish believers in Jerusalem. They were pleased to do it, and they are indebted to do to them. For if the Gentiles have come to share in the spiritual things, that they are indebted to serve them also in the tangible material things. Brothers and sisters, we are to support and pray for Israel in Jerusalem. We are to show our love to the Jewish people, to show we love them because God, Father Yahweh, loves them. The Yeshua HaMashiach loves them and died for them and us. Amen. Now, let's move to Romans 15, 28 through 29, Amplified. Therefore, when I have finished this mission and have safely given to them what has been raised, I will go on by 
way of you to Spain. I know that when I do come to you, I will come in the abundant blessing of Christ. Amen. Us too, brothers and sisters. We are, will come in the abundant blessing of Christ. Share the word of God and his promises that we that will that will bless you. Amen. Now, we'll go to the last scriptures of Romans 15, 30 through 33. I urge you, believers, by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit, to join together with me in your prayers to God in my behalf. And pray that I may be rescued from the unbelievers in Judea, and that I may my service for Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints, Jewish believers there, so that by God's will I may come to you with joy and find rest in your company. May the God of peace be with you all. Amen. As he is Paul the Apostle, we too need to be like him as an example that the Lord gave us. Amen. Let us look at this. Love of the Spirit. For that mutual communion wherewith the Holy Ghost has tied our hearts and minds together. Amen. Glory to God. Let us go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and remind us all that we too sit in the love of the Spirit. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, Amplified. The excellency of love. If I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but have not love for others growing out of God's love for me, then I have become only noisy gong and clanging cymbal, just an annoying distraction. Hmm, interesting. And if I have gift of prophecy and speak a new message from God to the people and understand all mysteries and possesses all knowledge, and if I have all the significant faith so that I can remove mountains, but do not have love reaching out to others, I am nothing. If I give all my possessions to feed the poor, and if I surrender my body to be burned, but do not have love, it does me no good at all. Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful. It's not jealous or envious. Love does not brag. It is not proud or arrogant. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not provoked, nor overly sensitive or easily angered. It does not take an account of wronged endured. It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth when right and truthful truth prevail. Love bears all things, regardless of what comes. Believes all things, looking for the best in each one. Hopes in all things. Remaining, remaining steadfast during difficult times. Endure all things without weakening. Love never fails. It never fades nor ends. But as for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for the gift of special knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. For our knowledge is fragmentary and incomplete. But when that which is complete and perfect comes, that which is incomplete and partial will pass away. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. 
when I became a man, I did away with childish things. For now, in this time of imperfection, we see in a mirror dimly a blurred reflection, a riddle, an enigma. But then, when the time of perfection comes, we will see reality. Hallelujah. Face to face. Now I know, in part, just in fragments. But then I will know fully, just as I have been fully known by God. And now there remains faith, abiding trust in God and his promises, hope, confidence, expectation, expectation of eternal salvation, love, unselfish love for others growing out of God's love for me. These three, the choices, graces, but the greatest of these is love. All in love, brothers and sisters. Look to Jesus, the very picture and the essence of love. His love and passion poured out at the cross for you and me. Arms wide open. His life, his life and blood poured out for the love he has for you. What an awesome thing to think about. And no words to say except, thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory honor, praise to you. Amen. Then, in verse 32, like Paul, we too find joy and rest among the brethren, that we pray for one another, encourage one another in these days, and of course, find rest and comfort as we assemble together. Amen. In verse 33, like Paul, we too of you, each of you, you who love and serve the Lord God, who are born again and sons and daughters of the Most High, this applies to you. May the God of peace be with you all. Amen? So through this scripture that the Lord wanted me to be, wanted to be taught and spoken to you, his church and bride, we are to be encouraged and press on. Amen? This is a warning and an encouragement, a warning to the self-righteous out there and encouragement to you who are meek and humble. Amen? Go to Philippians, Philippians 3, verses 12 through 16, Amplified Version. Verse 12. Now that I have already, now that, not that I've already attained, excuse me, not that I have already attained it, this goal of being Christ-like or having already been made perfect, but I actively press on, hallelujah, so that I may take hold of that perfection for that which is Christ Jesus took hold of me and made me his own. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider that I have made it, it made it on my own yet. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead, I press on for the goal to win the heavenly prize of the upward, upward, upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. All of us who are mature, pursuing spiritual perfection, should have this attitude. If in any respect you have a different attitude, that to God will make it clear to you. Only let us stay true to what we have already attained. Amen. So true for all of us. Amen. The Lord encourages now in these last days. John 14. Hallelujah. John 14, verse 27, Amplified. Peace, I leave with you. 
my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, I give unto you. Let your heart not be troubled, nor fear. Hallelujah. Second Timothy 1 through 7. Excuse me. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. Second Timothy 1 verse 7. For God has not given us to us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Listen to this very point about this fear. This is about the fear. To pierce us through and terrify us as man whom the Lord will destroy. Amen? Trust the Lord. He will stop and destroy the enemy. Leave you with this great song to sum up all this up. Amen? Go to Psalm 46, 1 through 7, Amplified. God is our refuge and strength, mighty and in uh, oh, Lord, this word. Imperturbable. Not be, okay, uh, thank you, Lord. Uh, not to be penetrated. Very present and well-proved help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change, though the mountains be shaken and slip into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, Though the mountains tremble at its roaring, this is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy dwelling places of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, his city. She will not be moved. God will help her when the morning dawns. The nations made an uproar. The kingdoms tottered and were moved. He raised his voice and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold, our refuge, our high tower. What an awesome God we serve. Amen. Our God is an awesome God. Hallelujah. Putting on the wrist, there's thunder and it's deception, lightning in his fist. And the Lord wasn't joking when he kicked him out of Egypt. It wasn't for no reason that he shed his blood. His return is very close, and so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God. He spoke into the darkness and created the light. Judgment, wrath, peace, 
poured out our Sodom, the mercy and grace He gave us at the cross. I hope that we have not too quickly forgotten that our God is an awesome God. Our God. Few are 
the hosannas have been melted to today. As a world growing colder as the ages tell upon us, perhaps our Western Constitution is too cool and self-contained to allow us to copy the distorted manner of the East. Uh, surely this woman is not to be blamed, but to be condemned, commended for pouring out her love's, heart's love in honor of the Lord. The wonder is not that she spoke as she did, but the men who hear the teaching of the Lord do not more speak, often speak of his praise. Mm-hmm. That is, that's how it is, you know. Uh, we, This woman poured her heart out, and, her, and you don't hear it that much anymore. No, no, no. Of our blessed Lord, his enemy said, never man spoke like this man. His very tone was, was melody. His language was the truth of God set to music. The doctrine which he taught was more than golden. They were light to the head and joy to the heart. He revealed the most innermost heart of God and taught as nev- never prophet or sage have ever taught before. O oh, certain woman of the, of the company, though we do not know your name and cannot guess of, at your history, we are in harmony with your outburst of affection. We thank, we thank you for giving utterance to the feeling of delight and admiration which we all are filled. We also cry unto the Lord with you, blessed is the womb that bore you and the breast that nursed you. This earnest woman did not mean in, in the first place to praise Christ's mother. I do not know that she had ever even seen Mary or that she had ever entered in her mind apart from her matchless Son. It is it is often it is often the way in the East Sultan man they speak vilely of his mother. And on the other hand, if they want to honor him, they law his mother to the skies. Yet they may have neither dislike nor esteem for the mother. They only reach the son through her. This is it is while Jesus was preaching that this cry was raised. It came to pass as he spoke these things. It was because he spoke so well that this woman could not withhold her words of praise. After her fashion as a woman and and as an Eastern woman, she praised the Lord Jesus by extolling his mother. At least such an expression, commendable enough in itself, should in later years lend any kind of confidence to the morari, which is the Savior, foresaw. Jesus said, yes, she is doubtless, she is doubtless blessed, but still more blessed those that hear the word of God and keep it. Our divine Savior, with all the love of his manhood towards his mother, acted towards her 
in such a way as forever to forbid any degree of religious worship being rendered to her. To give no confidence to the superstition title of Our Lady, Mother of God, and so forth, but on the contrary, he taught that the nearest fleshly relationship to him was as nothing compared with spiritual union to him. Amen. Remember how it is written. Then one, then one, then one said to him, "Behold, your mother and your brethren stands outside desiring to speak with you." But he answered and said unto them, and told them, "Who is my my mother? And who are my brethren?" And he stretched forth his hands towards his disciples and said. Behold, my mother my and my brethren, for who, for whoever shall do the will of my Father, which is heaven, and the, and the same my brother and sister and mother. Amen. Worship is due only to the Lord. And if rendered to the most blessed among women, it is idolatrous. This superstitious robs God of his glory and ensnares the souls of men. I come back to what I said before. The woman's speech, though it is it needed to be guarded against erroneous use, was a true speech and a holy speech. Moreover, to do this woman further justice, it was a brave speech for her to make. For the Savior had been confronted by the Pharisees and scribes, though those teachers of the period, those persons of authority, they had spoken ill words of him. They had even dared to say that they he cast out devils through Beelzebub. When he had answered them discreetly, the woman did. It was proclaimed his victory. She lifted her voice so thrill, so loud, so passionate in the eagerness that it seemed to cut through the other sound and reach the ears of the preacher and the ears of all the multitude and, of course, the ears of the proud, revengeful priest. She cared not. She felt that she must declare her feelings, and so she right boldly did. Oh, it's there is a time when not to only enthusiasm suggests affection compels us to speak for Christ. It is when others are opposing his name and cause. If they dare to say evil things against our glorious Lord, let us lift our voices, feeble though they are, and bless his sacred name. Though we may, as a rule, be silent and shun all public observation, yet when occasion acquires, let us be loud and in defend his righteousness cause. A certain woman of the company lifted her voice. Let us determine to be heard by the Lord's behalf, for surely if we should hold our speech, the very stones would cry out, do they cause her, do they curse him? He is blessed. Yes, and he shall be blessed. 
Do they dare to deny the eternal truth of God, which he proclaimed? He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Let him be forever blessed. We cannot, we cannot be silent when he is, when he is declared. We must and will declare on, on the, in the teeth of his, O woman of courage, uh, deserve our praise and our imitation. We will go to school to you, to you to learn your bravery. Oh, that we had a fire in our hearts burning as you did in yours. Then would it consume the bonds that hold our, our stammering tongue. Let us believe that when the current of thought around us runs in a wrong direction, such as the powerful enthusiasm, the earnest, impassionate voice may turn it, and our Lord may yet win glory now as he, Amen. our Lord, when he was thus in, in, interrupted by this woman, hearty testimony did not reprove her speech, but he improved it. Mm. Thus possible, he did gently rebuke her, but it was done in a delicately that it, and not sincere there conceit that it was a rebuke at all. Our Lord inverted the wrong interpretation. Our Lord inverted the wrong interpretation which might have put upon it and made the, an addition to it. But he did not all he, at all deny it before he added rather blessed than those who hear the word of God and keep it. He did a good he did as good as he, as say what you have said is certain. But yet, there is a higher truth. She was blessed who bore me, but more surely blessed still are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Amen. Notice the humbly which hides in the language, the humility that hides in the language. He says, not blessed are those who hear my word and keep it, though that would have been quite true. At the moment, our, our Lord was being praised. And he therefore shrank out of sight. As a fine, as a finding pot of, for silver and the furnace for gold, so man to his praise. Amen. Many a man is taken off his balance when he is loudly extorted, but not so our Lord, humble servant, but our humble Savior. When it was, when it was that he particularly stoned forth as meek and lowly in heart. The word which he, over the very beauty which has caused this woman's rapture. rapture. I shall invite your attention first for a little time to the blessedness which is not to be denied. Blessed is the holy woman who bore the Savior. Second is the, secondly, is the text there is mentioned made of a blessedness which is to be preferred. When we have spoken 
upon the theme, we shall have something to say of that blessedness as one which is now to be enjoyed. My prayer shall be, I hope yours shall be the same, that the that we may enjoy the blessedness that very morning and throughout the rest of our lives. I see the Redeemer outstretched hand as he pronounces the benefic- benediction upon you at, at this hour. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Amen. Divine beatitude be fulfilled in each of us. First, then, here is a blessed not to be denied. The virgin, mo- the virgin mother was blessed among women. I have sometimes thought that in our great eagerness to keep clear of anything that, that like superstitious reverse of reverence of Mary, we have secretly given her scarcely given her her due. We cannot blame the reformers that, that that when they forbid her spoken as queen of heaven and worshiper as Ava Maria and so forth, they record from such idolatry. Every enlightened mind ought to revolt from such superstition. Mm-hmm. You shall have no other gods before me as a precept of which puts only God in, into place of worship and forbids us to worship any other person or thing. Amen. To God alone to be worshipped. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. But when, but when we have borne this protest, it does not follow that Mary herself suffered to our esteem. On the contrary, we we revere the memory of this saintly woman. The angel made no mistake when he said, Hail. You are highly favored, blessed as you are among women. Nor was she an error when she said, From this day all generations shall call me blessed. We call her blessed so heartily, for so she was. The blessing which she received had been a been a desire of ages. The promises given to the guard in the garden of Eve, the seed of the woman shall bruise the serpent's head, the awaking the desires of all the godly women of Israel. They longed to, to behold this promise. One, the great Messiah, the restorer of the race, and they desired children in the hope that among these children might appear the promised seed. It is a, it is probable that mother Eve herself felt that her firstborn was the promised deliverer. For according to some reading, she said, I have gotten a man, the Lord. Though she had greatly, was most greatly mistaken yet still it showed her faith and hope. All the families of Israel watched for the appearing of the desire of the, all nations, the glory of his people. When the last of the gifts was bestowed upon this humble version of Nazareth, who was in the house of David, it, it came as a great favor. 
since angels rejoiced over the birth, since shepherds hastened to do homage to the at the manger, and wise men from the further east came with their gold, frankincense, and myrrh to adore the newborn king. Mary cannot be thought to be as being less than the most blessed among women. All the circumstances of the announce all the circumstances of the annunciation of all the homage paid to the infant savior show that her visitation from the from on high and made her greatly blessed. The angel, when he addressed her, said, Hell, you are highly favored, and the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. We cannot suppose that since in God's eyes and in the eyes of his angelic messenger, this was a great favor. We are to treat it as a, and we are to treat it as a light thing. A savior's yes was emphatic when the woman spoke of his mother as highly blessed. She herself received his honor as a great blessing. She bowed herself humbly and said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, it into the me according to your word. She believed the word of the Lord. Her spirit rejoiced in God, her Savior. She treasured up all the holy words of the of in her heart. It was no vain thing to her to have charge of the infancy of our Lord. She felt in the great blessedness that is blessed in such a relation of the holy child, Jesus. We can scarcely imagine the holy ecstasy or the profound joy which filled her spirit. She was a gracious woman, and therefore she never boasted of her relationship nor misused it for for her own purpose, but the pleasure of it was must been to have nursed Jesus as the, as a child in his childhood, to have cared for him in his youth. She treasured up his little speeches and pondered in her heart what they could all mean. Happy were her fingers that made his garments and that tended to his infant and boyish needs. In his adult life, she must have been among those who heard him with delight. She was not one of the. Was she not one of the most charmed of his hearers? What joy that her son should speak in a way that should bring a salvation to sons of men! All mingled with the mother's delight, deepening, but not forbidding it. When she had raised him from. When he was raised, when he had risen from the dead, I think her heart must have been filled with a holy exhaustion that he, that he, the, excuse me, he whom was he she had born now lived again. Amen. When she knew that he had ascended, though it left a blank in her, it a blank in her heart. Yet she rose above the sorrow naturally of the motherhood and learned. Though she had known him in the flesh, now she, now after the flesh she known him 
in even more. She could not but rejoice in the glory in which the man who she had bore was now surrounded. She was, she was, she must have been blessed among women. And this woman who spake of her, which made no mistake, for think, my dear friends, what blessings have come to all of us this world through the virgin's wondrous child. In him shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Of all generations call Mary. Of all generations call Mary blessed. It is only because she brought into the world one who will be blessed of all. Have you not tasted of the blessing of which of that scattered by both the hands of Jesus? Do you not know the life and healing stream of his garments? If you have enjoyed the blessing of which he bestows, it is because you have denied it to yourself. Cruelly denied it to yourself. A blessedness is free if your heart desires it. Oh, what is a, what a Christ he is. His word unlocks prison doors. A glance from his eyes is the light of men. He, the tread of his feet turns deserts into the Garden of Eden. Hallelujah. Our faith in his first advent, our hope is in his second advent. In him we live and in him we sleep. Right. We shall in him awake from the dead to live forever in his glory. He made us kings and priests unto God, and we shall reign with him forever and ever. And it was, and it must have been, a great blessedness to Mary's heart to think that the holy thing which was born of her was the channel of such blessedness to all mankind. I must, however, remind you that whatever the blessedness which was this holy woman derived from being the mother of our Savior, humanity. She needed it all, for she was called to have a great fight of affliction because of it. Usually, all special blessings involve special trials. The thorn of the flesh intends the abundance of revelation. Weight of glory is balanced with the weight of tribulation. Least the, least the favored one should be exalted above measure. There is given much of downcasting with uplifting. When we ask to drink of his cup and to be baptized with his baptism, you know not what you are asking, for the cup of his is, is bitterness as well as sweetness, and his baptism is a baptism of suffering as well as a baptism of honor. Mary had her her supreme sorrows at the first sight of this woman, so pure and holy, had to bear the, the darkest suspicion. She could hardly confront her espoused one. She could hardly be expected to believe an extraordinary story. Faith alone helped her see the bright light at the end of the cloud. The Lord delivered her. Her trials her trials and escape from 
from Herod by flights into Egypt, Egypt was not small. On what sorrow often hovered over her was she saw how her son was despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Once, at least, her faith well, well nigh failed her as, as I read it, and it and she trembled and she trembled troubled trembled for him, for we saw him saw that his mother and his brother and of this one I speak of excuse me we saw that his mother and his brother somewhere about the time stood outside desiring to speak to him. Mark tells him that his friends sought to lay hands on him, and they said, he is beside himself. He dared not peril. He he so boldly opposed established authorities. He spoke such mysteries, truth, and he was altogether so unearthly that he his relatives began to think that his mind had failed him. And it would seem that his mother was almost agreed with him. Her heart must have sank very low with all her blessedness when she could not understand her son and and could not save him from reproach and ill will. In fact, she never had fully understood him. Did, did he not himself say to her in his early days, know you not, do you not understand that I must be about my father's <clears throat> She could not comprehend him and could not protect him, and therefore she must not must have been awful sorrowful. When Jesus came to die at the of all that wealth, surely none could have more full of lamentation than the sorrowful mother. Do you not see her fainting at the foot of the cross? Then was fulfilled the text. Yes, a sword shall pierce through your own soul. John, with gentle tenderness, took her in his own home in obedience to the word, those words of the, his, of the dying Lord. Son, behold your mother, and woman, behold your son. But never a more sorrowful woman was ever housed under heaven than she who was highly favored. She needed to be have the blessedness abundantly ministered to her to sustain her heart and mind. She might as well said, call me not Mary, but call me Mara, for bitter was her grief. Call her blessed among women but not sigh because the unattained blessedness is not yours. Her tribulation abounded in full proportion of her joy. Only one from the, necessar- from the necessity of the case could partake of such peculiar, particular blessedness. This gate of honor is shut to all but that virgin of David's lineages. With full and honest emphasis, we pronounce her blessed this day, but to trace the envy rests in her heart. 
to hear the enthusiastic voice which said, Blessed is the womb that bore you and paps which you have suckled. But it is overpowered by the divine utterance. Yes, rather blessed. Yes, rather blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. We do not take the first, but we establish the second. That brings us me to our the second on the on the second hand. We hear the word of God and keep it and keep it a blessing preferable to having been the mother of our Lord. We are sure that we are sure of this because in the way and the blessings, the mother, the blessed master of the attitudes, beholds the balance. Jesus himself adjusts the, the scales of blessedness. He who began his ministry with, with the word blessed, so often repeated, knows just what blessings are the best. We accept without a question and even without an argument this statement of our Lord, and we firmly believe upon it. Amen. His authority, and, the, and so Mary is greatly blessed, even more empathetically are those blessed who hear the word of God and keep it. We yield our ready assent to the, what Jesus said, for his word is truth. Excuse me. We we are sure of this because of the way. Okay, I'm sorry. Happily, happily, this preference is truly given by the masters. Put the highest blessedness within the reach of all of us who are here among us. We are at this moment in the, the position to hear the word of God and keep it. Amen. If grace is given, there are only two steps of blessedness. I feel ha- most happy to be addressing the congregation to those whom I may say the highest blessedness conceivable is to be attained by those who hear the word of God. Amen. For if they further receive and keep the word, they are already blessed and the, lip- and the lips of the Lord Jesus just declared them to be so. Remember that, the- that this made up a- made a- the soul of Mary's blessedness, for she was more blessed as a believer than the mother of Jesus. I'm sorry, Elizabeth. I'm sorry. Elizabeth, blessed is she that believes. So, dear friend, Mary's blessedness laid mainly on the fact that she believed and therefore quietly acquired in the divine will She was blessed because her faith enabled her to rejoice in God, her Savior. It was not an easy thing to believe in that he and whom she nursed in her arms and nursed in her breast was also the son of the highest. She must have seemed to have more truly an infant than perhaps he may have even appeared to us. Nevertheless, she worshipped him as 
in union with the infinite one the, and magnified his name of the Lord. It was her faith that made her blessed. And the name in the same faith, faith may be in us. Amen. When the Savior uttered the text, he meant to say to the woman who pronounced his mother blessed, you too are blessed if you hear the word of God Amen. and keep it. You, good woman, have, have said, blessed is my mother. But to you, I reply, no, blessed are you also if hearing the word what have spoken to you this day. Amen. Amen. Now, I ask you now to notice that the preference blessing is found in a very simple manner. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. This process is stripped off by, of all ambiguity and mystery. There is nothing about it that is hard or difficult. Hear the word of God and keep it. That's all. But, but the grace of God is most but the grace of God, the most uneducated, the most sinful, the most despairing still may still hear the word of God and keep it by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And by faith comes salvation. To hear God's word is, is the privilege of the poor. Yes, all of whom is the, the word is spoken as it is written. He that hears have ears to hear, let him hear. Beloved, if you would attain the blessedness, hear God's word as God's word. Receive it, not as the word of man, for in that way it cannot bless you. It as being the word of God to your own soul. Hear it, therefore, with the reverent credence which does not quibble at it, nor question it, or which sweetly yields it. You shall be blessed if you hear it as the word of God ought to be heard. Be silent when God speaks. Let judgment, imagination, and desire all bow before Jehovah's voice. Let the word of God fully operate upon you. While you while your soul sits meekly at Jesus' feet, be receptive. Receive the truth of God with no wish but to understand it and retain it. Amen. Hear it with your understanding. Endeavor to know what it means Amen. and that you may be nourished by it. Do not let it come to in one ear and go out the other. Amen. Otherwise it it may leave condemnation behind. But hear it as a man would be sure who be listened to his father, whom he loved and reverenced. Listen as a man listens so eagerly, catching his the, the, at news, news which concerns him, himself in the highest interest. Hear, in fact, as though God spoke. Israel stood trembling at the foot of Sinai because of the Lord spoke in tones. You should hear with the same reverence, though not with the same alarm. As as much reverence is due God, God's word out of the inspired book of the same word, thundered out of the thick darkness of the flames of fire, 
God in the last days has spoken to all of us by his son, Jesus, who is who is the express image of his person and the brightness of his glory. Amen. Hear the incomparable word with all your power and faculties. Let let heart and mind and though the memory and the reason intend to which the Lord says to you. So listen, you shall live. Blessed are those who hear, but we must keep it too. Amen. Now to keep these things, we must first get it. Sure. Blessed are those who grasp at what they hear. And that means me. Blessed are those who have, who take home to themselves the truth revealed, who then they hear what Jesus died says. He he loves he loved me and gave himself to me. Hug the truth of God in your to your souls. Grapple it with, into your hearts with hooks of steel. When you have laid upon it, keep it against all corners, all comers, skin for skin. Yes, all that a man has will give his life for and let the word of God be life to you hold the word of God as more dear and more mortal life and sooner part with it than upon things that yield in this priceless than this priceless word so hold it as a reminder to meditate upon it and feed upon it so hold it so hold it as a as when a man gets bread unto himself and builds up in his frame, becoming one with himself, so that there is no getting him away from it, nor it from him. Read Mark, learn, unwinding desire the word of God. Hold it, and also by obeying it, yield yourself up to its way. Obey the precepts. Catch it. Catch the spirit. Follow out the will of God. If we hear, ever blessed may be the virgin of whom he was born. Still more are the blessed because they are hearing the word of God and keeping it. Again, I again cannot help saying, happy are the lips that have to speak and tell you of the blessings not shut up to the to a few nor long ago spent away to the only one favored person, but open to all such a joyful willing to retain the word of God. But why is this blessing so very remarkable? It is, my dear friends, because it is spiritual. Everything that is of the flesh must die. All relationships to Christ that are carnal passes away. Those who know him after the flesh before long, after the flesh knew him, no more. When he has, had risen from the dead, he, had, he said to the holy woman, touch me not. He, he, was not, he was not now to be known in the outward fashion. Today, no one is rated in the high kingdom of God because, like James 
he whispers of the Lord's attendants are like Mary or the Lord's mother. In the spiritual kingdom, relationships is not blood or a blood, or it's not a blood or a birth. All external distinctions of place, race, the sink, and are abolished. God is a spirit, and they are worse that that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. The Father seeks such a relationship, a worship Him, and such He finds. Nothing else is precious in His sight. To hear the Word of God aright is a spiritual act. To keep the Word operation, affecting the heart and the conscious and the whole man, and therefore it is a lasting yes. Last, everlasting for this reason it stands high above everything else and the and it in the ground of blessedness. I am going to go one step further. If any of you possess high religious privilege, do not pride yourself on them as though these alone were blessedness. Equality blessed are the any who hear God's word and keep it. Somebody must say, ha, ha, might have to say, apostles were blessed for they, they cast out devils and healed the sick. Did they not go back to the master and say, even the devils are subject to unto you and through your name? Yes, Jesus said, notwithstanding, in this rejoice. Rejoice not, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Perhaps you will say, blessed is the man who, who hears the word and keep it. Amen. Blessed is the Sunday school teacher who he, sees the children, his children saved. Yes, the successful work, worker is blessed, but even more certainly is he more have, blessed than hears and keeps the sacred word of God. These blessings rise above all others and shine with a more heavenly radiance. Again, I add, what a what a mercy that is within out within our reach. Excuse me, just for a second. Anyway, I'm going to finish the rest of this uh, next week. Yeah. Father God, thank you for so much for uh, your your daughter Mary, for she is blessed and highly favored. But Lord, thank you for letting us be blessed, because we get to hear your word, we get to feel you inside of us you grow inside of us lord not as not as not as the womb in the womb but inside our hearts and inside our and inside our minds you grow you grow deeper inside of us lord that that we are children of, of the lord we are blessed lord and we hear we hear we have ears to hear to you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God, brothers and sisters. How can it be? 
Amen? How can it be? Here we go.
a mighty God we serve. And he knows what all's going on, when it's going to happen, how it's going to come together. And he shows us his presence and that he's within our lives. And brothers and sisters, that he confirms things. As Sis Brenda shares the prayer decoration, listen to this as the Lord puts it together. I turned my uh, prayer declaration book to uh, receive our, to give our prayer declaration. And I just opened the book and <laughs> it's the prayer declaration is called The Outpouring of God's Blessing. Amazing, but but before before I before I give uh, do our prayer declaration, I do have to have a praise report. I Amen. I do not know how to proclaim this as much as uh, I'll I'll give you when you know that I have been praying for my children, oh, and my youngest for sure. Well, I just spent this past week with her as she has uh, her own apartment. She had broken up with, she broken up with this man that uh, I felt like was leading her in a path that which I did not like. Well, anyway, same young lady that uh has Showing different different sparks, and it were, it's just blessing after blessing. I'm telling you, it was. I just really don't want to speak too much of it online about what it is, but I just I do want to let you know that uh, the Lord is opening another chapter in her life, and I really believe that this is this is the one that's going to. Uh, how the outpouring of God's blessing Amen. upon her life. Amen. Praise you, Father God. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Glory to your wonderful name. Comes from Isaiah forty four, three and four. For I will pour water on <coughs> excuse me. Wow. If I was a cat, I would call that a hairball. <coughs> a hairball, but I'm not, so it's just a cough. Thank God. For I will pour water on him who is thirsty, and and floods on the dry ground. I will pour my spirit on your descendants, and my blessings on your offspring. They will spring up among the grass. They will spring up among the grass like willows. In the water course. In this passage, God promises to pour out two things on the children of those who thirst after Him His Spirit and His blessing. A blessing is any benefit from God that causes happiness, fulfillment, or wholeness in that life, person's life. When God pours out His blessings on our children, we can expect their needs to be met physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. 
Blessed children are happy children. They do not have fragmented personalities, are not empty-hearted. They are fulfilled and content walking in God's purpose. They tend to then pass the blessings onto others, and the blessings God may fulfill the earth. Prayer Declaration Lord God, I thank you that by your faith, your blessing descending upon my children. Let it pour down like the rain of heaven. I believe this that this divine blessing will be in evidence in every area of my children's life. Physically, materially, socially, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Your word declares that the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and what adds no sorrow with it. That's from Proverbs twenty. I mean, 1022. Thank you for enriching Joshua, Emma, Scotty, April, Jessica, Bobby, Veronica, their spouses, and their children. With all the benefits you have in your word, crowning their life with the best that heaven can provide in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, brothers and sisters, is is hearing that and and pondering our loved ones and family and all who we pray for have no idea how how they are blessed. Because me, myself, I know that the godly aunts and the godly grandmothers and all who prayed for me is the reason why I'm here now. They said that they saw me as to serve the Lord and preach his word. And it's come to pass because the prayer of the righteous availeth much in the sight of the Lord. Oh, yeah. If you pray with faith and you pray from your heart, the Lord God will honor it. The Lord knows our hearts. He knows our minds. And he knows when we're looking and that that we want to serve him and to obey him and love him. And we do have concern for others because of the love of God in our hearts from the Lord Jesus. That we have the heart of the Lord, that he is gracious and merciful and would not have any perish. Oh, the Lord Jesus don't want people to go to hell where the devil is. No, he doesn't. He wants them to come to him. God have mercy the people who reject Christ. God have mercy on their soul. I pray no one rejects Christ. That they receive the Lord Jesus Christ. Because he died for each one of them. He poured out all his love and passion and everything he had for them. His life, his blood, everything. For each one of them. Oh, praise his wonderful name. And that we sing hallelujah. A crown of thorns placed on his head. He knew that he would soon be dead. He said, did you forget me? How did you? 
Amen. Praise the Lord. Anybody have any prayer requests before we go to prayer? Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, go ahead, Sister Nicole. Amen. Praise God. We're here to pray. We are here to pray because prayer of much. Amen. Baby Knox can move his hand and breathe. He couldn't do that. Praise God. That's a praise report from Sister Mary's got all kind of prayer. Praise reports. <laughs> Amen. Amen, Sister Mary. We praise God for that. Others are praying. You get ready, baby. Brother Al, send uh, uh, my unsaved love members. Okay, we know that. Let's see. Uh, oh, a member had a dream of shock. Them to wake them. Amen. Amen. A Damascus experience. Excuse me. Mm. Hallelujah. Anyone else? Amen. That's right. That the enemy would have no longer access to the people of God here. Sleeping or awake. Amen. Well, sis, uh, I mean, Sister Cole, the Lord showed me that as you go to sleep, be sure to pray the applied blood of Jesus over your hearts and minds. Not just like your dwelling place and like us over our vehicles and all that, but don't forget to pray for the applied blood of Jesus over your hearts and minds and your dreams as you sleep. Welcome, uh, Shalom there, uh, Lion 021. And Lord, we pray and still pray for the applied blood of Jesus in your mighty name over the computers and connections, even as we finish up here. Lord, that you make a way. I uh, need to pray for Brother Jakal Jawadi that, uh, for uh, a job. Amen. Yes, it's very, very important, brothers and sisters, to pray the applied blood of Jesus over your hearts and mind and your dreams in his mighty name. That's what the Lord showed us, and it's very important these days because the activity of the enemy has, is growing because he knows his time is short. But <clears throat> remember, the battle is the Lord's. We come in the name of the Lord against the enemy, not our own name, but the name of the Lord, just like the, uh, just like, uh, uh, the angels said, I don't come against you. I come against you in the name, I rebuke you in the name of the Lord, he said. Amen. Well, praise God. Uh, yeah, pray for debt-free, Mrs. Marietta. Because I'm getting close to the computer. I'm trying not to. That's part of the Lord's prayer, Sister Marietta. Pray that forgive me of my debts as I forgive my debtors. Amen. Amen. I know, I know, Sister Cole, just stand up to him in the name of Jesus and by the power of the blood of Christ. It's by the word of your testimony and the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That's right. We need repentance. Oh, it's so important, Sister Marietta. Amen. All right, let's go to Lord's in prayer. <clears throat> Father God, we just thank you and just praise you tonight. 
Lord God, we just praise you again for coming in such a time as this. And Lord, that you you love us. And Lord, that we cry out to you. And we pray, Lord, for these prayer requests of our brethren. Lord, we pray for Brother Al in the name of Jesus that you would touch his back with your healing hand for you are the great physician. And Lord, where your hand touches, people are healed in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we pray for Damascus experiences. Lord, for our lost loved ones and for ones who are lukewarm, I pray you wake them up. I pray you would wake them up in the way that you came toward Paul. He was so strong-minded and so strong, I mean, hard-headed that he had to be knocked down on the Damascus Road. And sometimes, Lord, we need to be knocked down, and you know how to do that. And we just praise and thank you for that, Father. Father, we pray, and as you have given me wisdom and knowledge and discernment to share with the brethren how to stand up to the enemy and to, to stop his access and be limited in the name of Jesus and even be stopped in the name of Jesus and rebuke you, Satan, away from the, the children of God. Get your hands off God's property, devil, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray for Brother Kowal Jawadi. Lord, we pray that you will provide him a job. Lord, that you will meet his needs. My God supplies all our needs according to the riches in Christ Jesus. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and he will add all these other things. Lord God, we pray for Sister Marietta, Lord, that you would touch her finances, and Lord, you would show her favor and bring her out of debt in the name of Jesus, as she is willing to understand that she needs to turn it over to you in Jesus' mighty name. Lord God, we pray for the brethren in the chat room and for our brothers and sisters by phone. And sis, sis Crystal, she's there every week. Praise God. Bless her sister. Bless her and her family, Lord. And I pray you watch over and protect her in the name of Jesus. And Lord, lift her up and let her be a hearer and a doer of the word. And let her keep being a prayer warrior, an intercessor, intercessor as you've called her. Lord God, I pray for Brother Al. Bless my brother the encourager. Lift him up. Watch over and protect him and Dottie, Lord, down there in Houston land. And Lord, I just pray you bless them and strengthen them in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray you bless my sister, Sister Cole, as she stands for Jesus is my rock. Hallelujah. The rock that's higher than us. Lord, bless, bless her. Watch over and protect her and her sister and her family. And Lord, we thank you for what you're doing in their lives, Lord God. Father God, we pray for Lion 21. Bless her. Strengthen them. Watch over them, Lord, I pray. Lord, pray for Sis Marietta. I pray you lift her up and strengthen her. Let her walk in the ways of the Lord and let her light keep shining of the love of Jesus, I pray. Father God, I pray for Sis Mary and pray you bless her and strengthen her and lift her up in the name of Jesus, Lord. And then Sis Mary uh, Demon, Lord, Demi, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, and thank you for what you're doing in her life and that she has testimonies because of the test that she has gone through and stood strong and overcome in the name of Jesus. And for our brother, Kowal Jawadi, bless him. Lift him up. Provide for him, Lord. Watch over and protect him, I pray, in the name of Jesus. Lord, for Mr. 2262, Lord, lift him up. Strengthen him. Watch over him. Thank you for my brother. Thank you for my sisters and brothers in Christ. Thank you for the brethren, Lord. For we cannot stand alone. We need each other. And, Lord, that we are the body of Christ and that we are to love one another 
And you have taught us that, Lord, and you showed us that, and that we do the same. And we give you all the glory and praise, and thank you, Father. Yes, Lord, we pray for Mr. Paul and Sis Gail, and right now that they are resting and being renewed in you, Lord, and it's a time of rest for them. Lift them up and strengthen them. Thank you for watchmen on the wall and for the anointing you've given him as he stands up and shares the truth that Jesus is coming. And we thank you and praise you, and we pray for the peace of Jerusalem and Israel, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, and we thank you for this night and this time, Lord. We understand about the blessing. We understand what you did at Calvary. And, Lord, that we are pressed on and that we are to be encouraged because there is coming a holy wedding day. In Jesus' mighty name, this amen. Is the story of the Son of God, of God on the cross for me. Oh, thank you, Lord. But thank you, Lord. But with the bride and the bride and the wedding by a glass. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, death, where is death, your where is sting? Because I've been left singing. Holy, holy, holy is
Amen. Shalom to all. Shalom, shalom, and good night. Bless you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah.